Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. We believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insight into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. And I'm Brittany Lemaire. Make sure to text WNRG to 239-355 to have episodes sent straight to your mobile every Thursday morning. And we always want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts in our buzz group, WNRG Podcast Series, or by tagging us. Hey, listeners. We are excited to have Lynn Eggleton in the podcast studio with us today. And it's very special because Lynn's my director for the long-term in-home program with Humana at Home. So, Lynn, welcome. Thank you. So we'll start by just asking you to introduce yourself and uh, just give us a snapshot of your career journey. Um, How did you get to Humana and what's that journey look like? Sure. Um, Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk with you all today. Um, I have a background in social work um, and... Uh, very early in my career, uh, worked uh, with children um, in uh, daycare settings and also uh, through Child Protective Services. So I worked at local Department of Social Services for a number of years and decided that um, there really wasn't a way to move up in that organization. It was uh, people stayed there for life. They retired there. So it was not uh, a place where you really could um, expand and grow. Uh, there were very limited opportunities there. So I went back to school and decided instead of getting an MSW, I would get an MBA. And I'm glad I did uh, because I think that has worked more for me than an MSW would have at, at the point that I'm in uh, now. Um, And I was working in Child Protective Services, and you can imagine that's a very stressful job, uh, and decided I would like a change. So I applied for the field care manager role in Virginia in 2008. At the time, it was with Green Ribbon Health, which was later that year acquired by Humana, and worked as a field care manager for about two and a half years. And that was a really nice change. For me, instead of going to people's houses who did not want me to be there, they were inviting me in and I could actually help them with things. And it was a really nice change. And then working for Humana, I knew there were all kinds of opportunities for leadership positions. And uh, after two and a half years as a field care manager, was promoted to manager of a team of field care managers in Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, D.C., Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, really kind of started getting into a true leadership role there with hiring and interviewing and managing a team and managing the operations of that area. Um, After a few years in that role, I had an opportunity to move into the Virginia dual demo project. So it's a dual eligible Medicare and Medicaid program that Humana had uh, won a bid to uh, do a demonstration project uh, with CMS and the state of Virginia. And that was a really great opportunity, too, to um, 
build a program from the ground up, and uh, it's starting with uh, develop, you know, working on the staffing budget model to hiring everyone and training them and writing the policy and process and, and really administering that program. It was really challenging and a great growth opportunity for me. Um, and left that for an opportunity to do process improvement for uh, in-home programs, and then was promoted to director of long-term in-home in January this year. Which we're very happy about. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Well, field care manager. Um, define what a field care manager is. A uh, field care manager is a uh, nurse or a social worker or uh, it could be other professions as well, who has a background in uh, care management or case management. Um, sometimes those terms are used interchangeably, but this, but what a field care manager does for Humana is really you visit the member in their home uh, and help them work on closing gaps to uh, achieving their best health. Uh, so it could be a gap in their knowledge about their disease process. It could be a gap in their access to um, uh, medical care. Maybe they don't have transportation to get to the doctor. It could be uh, that they cannot afford their uh, co-pays or their medication, or they are very isolated and need social interaction. There are a variety of things that the field care managers help members with. Um, and we, we visit... Uh, Medicare members, primarily Medicare members, um, some of them do have Medicaid, uh, and uh, really, again, just close gaps, you know, help them understand what their benefits are, help them maximize the use of their Humana benefits, help them get connected to community resources, stay connected with their um, medical providers. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I just need it for me sure. on yeah. my side of it to understand what field care manager yeah. is. Sure. So one of the things we're trying to do is connect the different departments and business segments to the bigger picture mm -hmm. so that everybody has an understanding of what occurs within Humana. So can you talk a little bit about how Humana at Home sits within the, within the organization um, and how, how we impact uh, Humana Big H? Sure. Um, home is part of healthcare services um, that rolls up to William Fleming. Um, and healthcare services uh, has a, a number of, um, I guess, divisions or units within it, and pharmacy is also one of them. Uh, so our, our care management services and pharmacy are under the same umbrella. Um, we provide services to what we call the regions, so the, the markets or the regions that sell the Medicare plans, um, uh, they... Uh, request our services to help their members um, and the work that we do with the members while it helps the members it also reduces claims cost so that it is helpful to the regions to manage their costs um, and we also do serve uh, some commercial members we serve some military members uh, with a, a tricare contract or, or our transitions uh, program does. Um, and we also um, uh, partner with a nurse practitioner program to provide some additional uh, clinical services to members with uh, high needs. So if I could just, this is Brittany, by the way, and I'm with Market Point, Pennsylvania. And so I 
I just wanted to share a little brief success story. So I had a, a Medicare beneficiary and her um, and his daughter come in and she was getting ready to leave and he needed to be enrolled and he had certain co- comorbidities and he needed some extra help. So just over the phone, we got them signed up with a care manager, had the care manager um, with their name, the number to contact them. And the daughter left completely just happy, relieved mm-hmm. that she could then go home and know that her father would be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So just phenomenal work to your team and what they do and how to help you know provide all these extra services and all this extra help and to really address these um, social determinants of health and because sometimes we can get on the line with a member and all they want to do is just talk so having that face-to-face interaction really does mean a lot to our Medicare member so it's a very valuable part of our organization it is thank you Thank you. And I, I want to mention, too, that, you know, we do the in-home. We make face-to-face visits. We have a large team of telephonic care managers that also call members who either are not as high severity as the members that we see or really are not interested in having somebody come out to the home to visit face-to-face. It's kind of scary to have a stranger come out to your house. Um, so they're providing the same services that we provide, but they do that telephonically and uh, provide a lot of support to members. Awesome. So if you were able to give advice to yourself as a field care manager 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself? Um, and, you know, what advice would you give some to someone who's entering the field? That is a really tough uh, question. I think one of the things that I would, a piece of advice I'd give to myself is to uh, make sure that I establish pretty strong priorities when it comes to family and Mm self-care. So I remember as a field care manager, and it takes a lot of time to work with members. You're driving to their homes and working with them on problems and making phone calls in between visits and then coming home and doing your documentation, whatever you weren't able to do in the field, is a very time-consuming job. And all of the pieces are very important. We have to be very careful to document clearly what happened with the member so you can't some things just can't be put off but you also have to make sure that you are taking time for yourself I remember as a field care manager um, being on the phone on a Friday afternoon trying to help somebody who um, had an emergency situation and it happened to be my daughter's birthday party so what I you know it's a struggle to say what what is the priority here? Do I help this member who, and of course I stayed on the phone and helped the member, but you know, could I have set up a plan, some sort of a, a backup plan when this type of thing happens that let my manager know in advance, Diana's birthday party is Friday afternoon, I'm logging off at four o'clock, can I forward calls to you? Come up with some sort of a, a plan to make sure that you are able to take care of yourself and your family. Because if you get too run down and too burnt out, you can't help your members. So I think that's the biggest advice I would give is, um, you know, Humana does a really great job of providing us with uh, resources, wellness resources. And uh, our field care managers have an hour a week that they can take for personal well-being time, and they should all be utilizing that or use 15 minutes a day or however they want to to break it up. Um, but, but that really is uh, something that anyone who is caring for other people really needs to uh, set aside time to care for themselves. Amen. Yes. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Absolutely. So in terms of of your current role, 
What do you find that is most satisfying and, and what do you find that's most challenging about the director role? Most satisfying, I think, is I, I feel like I'm in a position where I can, ha- where I have the authority to make changes that I think need to be made to simplify processes and to, to make the, the experience of the care managers as positive as possible so that they can uh, spend their time on the important things, working with the member and, and helping them with their needs. Um, that's, that's the most satisfying part. Um, the most challenging part is um, working in some of the constraint, the budgetary constraints, the um, IT constraints. We want the system to do something the system's not capable of doing, um, and uh, trying to to find balance between um, corporate objectives and goals and the reality of the day to day work of the field care manager. Sometimes they don't match. A lot of times they don't match. Um, and it's hard sometimes to bridge that gap. Yeah, absolutely. And get it and start to align it and communicate it to the care managers mm-hmm. so that they believe in it and communicate it to leaders and, and our, our, our leaders of the company what the member needs are. So, yeah, it's got to be is a challenge. A yeah. challenge. And that's it for this episode. But our conversation isn't over. Make sure to text WNRG to 239-355 so you can catch part two next week.